Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. podcast from the International Motorsports Association and Radio Show Limited. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. For those of you who are joining us at early doors, is it coffee time yet? It's CTMP, I bet it is. A very good morning to you for always coffee. I've just heard in my ear from Shit Adam, who's trackside. Uh, we have the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, 2 hours and 40 minutes of the Chevrolet Grand Prix later on the day. We'll have that for you live in Sound and Vision if you're outside the US. And also on Sirius XM 207. But a little bit of exclusivity for you now. Free, no subscription, live, no blocks and no breaks. As everything that we do here on IMSA Radio. It is the warm-up this morning. There's 20 minutes to come. It's John Hindhoff in the Global Broadcast Centre over here in the UK. Shay Adam is on site in the lane. And we're live for the CTMP WeatherTech Sports Car Championship warm-up here on IMSA Radio. The WeatherTech Sports Car Championship on IMSA Radio. And let's head straight over to the pit lane and our pit lane reporter Shea Adam who's up with the Larks Jeremy who is another three hours further back in California this weekend uh, we've given a bit of a lie into good morning Shay. I'm seeing temperatures of a pleasant 18 Celsius and 25 on the track that's pretty good for this time of the day and there's a few takers already uh, for our morning warm-up how are you I'm doing well, thanks, John. Had my uh, not quite double-double, double-single Dark Rose, Tim Hortons, and the ice cap, of course, as you have to do when you're in Canada. Can't start a day without a trip to get some coffee. As the green flag will be waving here shortly, the first car in line, Ricky Taylor in the number 10 Konica Minolta Acura. The second car in line, the 92 Porsche from Kelly Moss with Riley. David Brulé starting things off there. But I walked all the way down to pit out because I wanted to talk to the Whalen engineering crew. Pippo Durrani starting this session, but Alexander Sims already with this helmet on. He is waiting to get in. They're going to take advantage of this entire morning warm-up session. Do driver change practice. Just make sure that their drivers are comfortable because it was Pippo who qualified the car, meaning that it should be Simsy who finishes. And Alexander Sims, I believe, only one start at this track. That resulted in a win back in 2017. Right behind them, both of the BMWs, they're doing driver change practice as well for Jack Hawksworth and Ben Barnicott, practicing only Jack to Ben, as that will be the pattern for today's race. And then both of the BMWs are set up and ready to go as well, with Jules Gunion just casually walking out, giving me a wave. Nice good morning to you too, Jules. And going out to the WeatherTech Racing Mercedes. So every single car so far that I've seen out on the pit lane ready to go but there is one glaring emission Faf the plaid Porsche not yet out on the pit lane I don't think they're ready to do morning warm-up John I think they know exactly what they have and it wasn't great in qualifying for them yesterday but they don't seem very worried for the race 
they are in uh, they are back in the uh, paddock area here the front part of the car is up i.e the luggage compartment as it is uh, on the motel driveway simon eyes porsche um it looks like well i just saw one of the team members looking at a watch there if i check my amoligato here and we got some big news coming for Amoligato next weekend. So keep an eye on the socials, particularly if you are in North America uh, and, in fact, uh, in the Canadian area as well. Um, can't say any more than that. It's, uh, it is Amoligato's uh, uh, news to... Uh, news to announce but keep an eye on that uh, we are still three minutes away so yes they're not on parade at the moment but uh, it looks like they are getting the car ready so that car might just roll out of its paddock area and and on to the pit lane let's catch up with what happened uh, yesterday let's finish off a little bit of news and it's not good news if you turn a motorsport fans they're here of course today they were celebrating last night uh, and that celebration from the Michelin Pilot Challenge here, Adam, was short-lived. It was, unfortunately. Uh, Cameron Lawrence and Rob McGuinness going very long on fuel, and they refueled a little bit too quickly during their pit stop. The car also found to be below minimum weight, meaning that Toyota has finally won in IMSA competition, getting the victory in the Michelin Pilot Challenge for Hattori Motorsport after the fact. So Billy Johnson, now the driver with the most wins in that series at 24, incredible. Uh, he had been previously tied for, I think it was four years for the record. Uh, so it had been a minute, but now it belongs solely to Billy and Parker Thompson, one start, one win. That's not a bad record either. <laughs> Uh, yeah, literally batting a thousand. Um, maybe time to consider <laughs> his future uh, debut for that team as well. I'm not. I, I can't. I started trying to look back through the records very late last night when that news came through. I, I can't go back. I haven't gone back far enough yet to find a team that has won on its debut. Uh, in the Michelin Pilot Challenge in the IMSA competition like that. Uh, ex absolutely extraordinary. Twitter, you can help out at IMSA Radio, please. Uh, a, an overall yeah, that's a great victory. trivia one. Yeah, an overall victory on your first uh, first appearance in IMSA competition in the Michelin Pilot Challenge. Um, I just morning. found another vacant pit box, John. Oh, have That you? would okay. be the number 74, Riley. Now, no surprise to see our LMP3 championship leaders skipping morning warm-up, as they normally do. Gar Robinson, having put the car on pole yesterday for the race, and Felipe Fraga, who's very much enjoying this roller coaster of a place. As the green flag flies here, and out goes the number 10, Ricky Taylor on pole. Now, they were already in the fast lane, and that's allowed in this session, is it? Yep, if you go straight from behind the wall to the pit exit, you are good to go as soon as the green flag goes. And in fact, you get the advantage of not having to wait for anyone else, but the disadvantage is your driver has to sit in the car at the pit exit for roughly 15 minutes, longer than anyone else does. So that's always a downside. Um, Rexy, I did see moving again this morning too. That's another story that we need to follow up on because the first successful dinosaur heart transplant took place yesterday. And uh, Rexy getting a new motor 
they got the car out before the end of the second practice session. PJ Hyatt took it out for qualifying, had a very good job out there too, but the Dinosaur is out now, and I would imagine that Seb Prio is gonna be getting some laps because this is his first race at CTMP this weekend, and this will be his first time driving the car with the new beating heart. Uh, it is PJ Hyatt in that car at the moment. I presume it was Dr. Christian Barnard who did the heart transplant. Um, those of you with long oh, memories gosh. will understand that one. Uh, Madison Snow has gone out for Paul Miller Racing. Seb Bourdais is out in the 0-1, the gold front of Cadillac. Jordan Taylor in the number three Corvette. Antoine Comeau for Ave Motorsport in the number four Leisure. Timon van der Helm for JDC Miller Motorsports in there, 963. That's the banana boat, the number, the yellow submarine, the number five. Number six is Mathieu Jaminet. That's the car with the white stripes. Number seven is the car with the black stripes for Porsche Penske Motorsport, and that's Felipe Nazza. Uh, out, Frankie Monte Calvo for Valus Vassa Sullivan in the green. Uh, numbered, uh, on number background, the number 12. Uh, Lexus, that's the GTD car. Jack Hawksmith is out in the red background numbered. Uh, yellow and black, number 14, Lexus. Uh, also out is Anthony Montella, who's just come straight back to the pits, actually, for AWA Heart of Racing. After 23 out with Alex Riberas. That, again, is the red number background. Uh, people to Rani, we mentioned in the 31 Whalen team. Uh, engineering car. She's going to wander up and down the pit lane. And uh, let us know what's going on. Shea, what's going down there in the pits? Well, we had every car leave the pit box, but then some of the cars came back in. Everyone's doing driver change practice. It was actually a very bad driver change practice. The number 27, Heart of Racing Aston Martin. That car, which starts on pole in the hands of Roman DeAngelis, stopped what looked like a little bit long on its marks. And Marco Sorensen had a very, well, frustrating walk around the side of the car to try and jump aboard. We've had successful driver changes for the number 91, Kelly Moss Porsche, the number 32, Cawthorpe Mercedes. Uh, still have yet to see Windward leave the pit box. And to be honest, I'm a bit surprised to see them out here. They're normally a team that skips morning warm-up. Uh, that would be the sound of Ranga Vandesen taking over the 0-1 Cadillac from Sebastian Bourdais, but Bourdais staying helmeted because they are going to keep swapping back and forth. Philippe Albuquerque has jumped behind the wheel the number 10 from the Volta Acura. They look like they have the car plugged in, just checking a couple of things before they send him out. Ricky Taylor was the one who started the session, remember? And we've yet to see the 13 AWA machine leave the pit lane, too. They're doing driver change practice from Ore Fidani to Matt Bell. Back to Ori Fidani, back to Matt Bell. So they're making good <laughs> use of this time with the pit wall. And exactly as you suggested, Jay, we've got the wheel and Cadillac going uh, back into the pit lane for a driver change. And uh, Durrani is... No, Durrani's... It's just said Durrani's left the pit lane, but I thought I saw a driver change there. Uh, okay. So he's still out. Okay, that's fine. Jack Hawksworth into the pit lane for Vassa Sullivan as they go into the pit lane. Matthew Jaminet is quickest for Porsche Pentecostal, but these times for the GTPs, not representative. They were in qualifying very good indeed. But remember, Shale reminded me, is it only three sets of tyres here from qualifying to the end of the race? Yes. For the Excuse Correct. me, for the GTP. And, 
Yes, and uh, the allotment does not count for morning warm-up, so they can't scrub in tires, which is why we saw so many teams doing that during qualifying yesterday. Namely, the 0-1 Cadillac was doing that. That, uh, you mentioned the 14 Vassar Sullivan Lexus into the pits. That was live practice, if you will, for the race, a minimum drive time in the pro category, only five minutes, I think it is, as I scrambled yeah. to grab out my notebook. Um, but it is a very short window, and Jack Hawksworth, very, very good around here. Now, two times the pole winner out of his eight or eight cumulative poles in his career, two of them coming at this track. You're not going to want to pull him out of the car very early on, but Ben Bardican ready to take over whenever he gets called upon. And they have been practicing their driver changes on the pit wall. They did it about five times, just Jack, just Jack to Ben, uh, no reverse of the other way around. Thank you very much. Um, and now they've done it with anger. So bring the car in, don't do tires, just do the driver change and see how fast you can do that. Opens up the strategy a little bit more for the championship leaders. And remember, they've been on the podium together every single race since Sebring last year. Live coverage, live exclusive radio coverage of the Morning warm-up session for the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship and the Chevrolet Grand Prix. Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. It's two Porsches who've woken up early this morning. Matthew Jaminet and Philippe Mendoza leading the way. The seven from the six, from the five actually. So three Porsches. One of 9.7, the best time for Matthew Jaminet. Jam Jam's got his gym jams off and is jumping out in front of the rest of the field. I'll stop with the chairs now. Um, he's clearly right on it this morning after uh, the disappointment of crossing the line first and then being eliminated from the results put to the back of the field after a skid plank infraction at the end of these hill at six hours of the Glen. That has affected their championship position. A red and white Porsche just heading down the hill now through turn four. Number six car now turning through Moss Corner. Starting to get used to, it's amazing actually when you think that these cars have barely been running a year or just over a year now but starting to get used to the look of these Porsches and I feel like they've been with us for quite a long time all of these GTPs I was on duty doing the qualifying from Monza yesterday and the two new versions of Isotta Flaschini were running in a demo the street stroke track car and the full race car out for an extended session Posted some pictures of that on at Specutainment if you were following along on Twitter. We're at IMSA Radio here. Best of the GT cars at the moment is Loris Spinelli for Forte Racing. Powered by Unitronics. That's the Lamborghini Huracan number 7-8. Madison Snow for Paul Miller Racing in the number one car in second place. And Catherine Legg for Gradient racing uh, in Acura from Gradient, the 66 car in third. Shea Adam just had a quick glimpse of what's going on uh, on the pit wall there. You're not going to be able to talk to anybody here, are you? I'm really frustrated. Everyone is practicing their driver change practice and second driver is up and down the pit lane. 
fully helmeted and waiting for their opportunity to get in. The only driver I spotted without a helmet on was Sebastian Bourdais, and he is deep in conversation on top of the Cadillac racing pit box. So don't think I'm going to be able to grab him. Uh, I will keep going further down the pit lane, though, and see if there are any ready and semi-willing victims. <laughs> George Dacos with a big lot up going into the pit lane in the RV Motorsport number four. This is the very handsome red, white, and black uh, LMP3 car, the Leisure. Last season for LMP3 in the big show, but of course they uh, will still be eligible as the top class in the VP challenge. And we've got the second race of that to come this morning here for those of you at the track. Jeremy Shaw and Brian Till to take you through the action and then for those of you outside the US full live unin uninterrupted coverage when we say flag to flag we mean it only side by side we have is on the track that's live and free XM207 Sirius XM207 if you are suitably equipped RS2 around the world via IMSA radio on the player and on IMSA TV as well, the world feed. For those of you outside the US, for those of you in the US, our colleagues at NBC are up in Charlotte, ready to call the race from Mission Control up there. And you can follow that along live as well. Check local listings for details if you're in the US. Outside of the US, dead easy, world feed TV. And by the way, for those of you like me who are in the uh, UK at the moment, where it's a very pleasant day, 26, 27 degrees in the early afternoon, then via play extra tonight on the Sky uh, satellite platform in full HD, 5 o'clock UK, they're coming over to our feed. And you'll be able to follow that through for the complete 2040 minutes of the Chevrolet Grand Prix. Does not affect the avail availability of the IMSA world feed so if you can't wrestle the remote control away from the family on a Sunday early evening then you can retire to your she shed or man cave and uh, watch it on your computer but if you can't settle back with your favourite beverage on an early Sunday evening maybe having a, a lick Sunday summer. Let's head down to the pit lane where Bill Orbelin of Turner Motorsport is waiting to talk to Sheehan. I prefer this version of Bill, head up. Uh, Bill, the last time we saw you at Watkins Glen, unfortunately the car had done a couple pirouettes. First off, how are you and how is the vehicle out there? Uh, I'm totally okay. I mean, it definitely rang my bell a few times as it was going around and it was a hard hit. Uh, so a shame for the car. The car was fast and awesome. We're in a backup car now, and we have to fine-tune it. Like, we've been a little bit behind all weekend, kind of coming up, coming up. I think we have a pretty good car going into the race. I'm not, I don't think it's an overachiever. I think now, with the BOP, the way they've done it, we've sort of fallen down a bit, and a lot of the other cars are right at the front. Uh, we'll just have to make the best we can. If, if we can't get it done uh, with the fastest car, then we got to let the, the crew and these awesome, uh, the team and the strategy guys get us to the front. It's very hard to pass here. So even if a car is behind you, he can get stuck. So track position is like key. You've raced here, you've won here so many times. You know how important it is to get ahead on track. Does that mean that you guys are going to do some wonky things in strategy to get yourselves there? Well, so 
if you're at the front, you got to do a certain strategy. Like you're maybe a little more conservative because you don't want to lose track position and, and you don't have the options. If you're last, you have every option available. We're not last. We're sort of in the middle, right? So I'm not sure where that puts us. Does that put you sort of good of the second group? I, I'm not sure. This is a Don Salama thing. He's the strategy expert, but it definitely opens up options that the leaders don't have, right? We can come in when maybe they don't want to and take on extra fuel, extra fuel, so then in our final stop, maybe we can leapfrog them in the end. And that's, that's always a little bit of a play. This is such a fast track. I mean, you're only below 100K at one corner of the entire thing. Does that make it even more exciting for you when you look and you say, hey, Canadian Tire's up next, woohoo? Uh, well, I didn't hear exactly the, the last part, but this track is one of the most, like to say it, California way, the gnarliest tracks we go to. This thing is hang on and rip it. And when you have a lot of downforce and a great handling car, it is, it is a pleasure. Like it's exhilarating to drive this track and get a really good lap out of it. Uh, I've been coming here for years and I drove it when there was no runoff. Now it's a little, it, like you get it a little bit wrong in two, yeah, you can recover a little bit wrong in one. In the old days, you dropped a wheel off, you were headed to the tire barrier, which was 10 feet off, right? Um, but man, is it fun. I enjoy coming here every single year and just uh, would love to get another win out of here. Good luck today, Bill. Thank you. Remember, he's in the 97 today, John, because he's back in GTD instead of GTD Pro. Ah, yes, good point. That car, uh, at the moment, circulating in the hands of his teammate. Of course, it has to be, what am I saying? Uh, took his helmet off for the interview and then put it back on Shane just saying there Chandler Hull behind the wheel of that car seventh at the moment and just maybe underlining what Bill Oberlin was saying um, about the BMWs their team car Robbie Foley behind the wheel just going out that car the 96 in eighth position it was Paul Miller Racing that was the best of the BMWs yesterday and they are again holding the roundel flag high but only in sixth position now that said they are fractions of a second uh, away they're four tenths of a second away from the fastest gtd time today which is the lamborghini uh, and they are not running new tires is the word from the team here's the rundown very quickly vp racing in session update Renger van der Zander has the fastest time with the 1081 uh, and that is the zero one, the gold fronted Cadillac. Alexander Sims in second for Whalen Engineering, the 31, the red fronted Cadillac. Sean Creech Motorsport uh, is off at turn five stroke six, Moss Corner, right in the middle of the two parts of that. But the car's refired, and the 33 Stars and Stripes machine is rolling again. We stay green. Colin Brown in third for the 60 Acura. Nick Tandy just taking the number six. Porsche Penske Motorsport 963 out. Those top four celebrate celebrated? Well, we will celebrate the fact that they are separated by only half a second. Six tenths for uh, six tenths back from the leader, Philippe Albuquerque in the number 10, Cunningham and Alta Acura. That was the first car out, remember. Mike Rockenfeller has just taken over the number five JDC Miller Motorsport Porsche 963 from Time and Von der Helm. He's in sixth, seventh for Matt Campbell in the second of the Porsche Penske Motorsports 963, the one with the black stripes over the roof. And in eighth, Philippe Eng for BMW Team RLL and Conor de Philippe just going out in the 24. So 24 and 25 sitting down after somewhat of a renaissance by BMW last time out. In fact, clocked their first 
win. Although didn't, as we mentioned before, cross the line first. Ross Gunn goes to the top of GTD Pro for Heart of Racing, the number 23, Aston Martin. Although that car is only the second best GT, the 78 Forte Racing Lamborghini still has an edge of two tenths or thereabouts. Frederick Shandoff Inception Racing 720S. GT3 Evo McLaren, the number 70 car, is uh, in second, and Catherine Legg in third. And the 33 Sean Creech car, which just stalled out on circuit, has come back to the pits and gone behind the wall. Which I think was Joao Barbosa behind the wheel. So let's hope that is not anything more serious, yeah, that car's come in. Second best in LMP3 to AWA, Wayne Boyd just pitted the 17 to Kane uh, a moment or two ago. Coming down to the last two minutes, Shay, and it looks like we are getting uh, a little bit of a lappery now, rather than that uh, raft of driver changes early on. <laughs> yep, but the people who started out the session, actually before the session even started practicing pit box, they're finishing their session by practicing their pit stops. Uh, that would be the 14 Vassar Sullivan Lexus is into the pits. Now comes the 25 BMW. As you rightly said, the race winner after the fact at Watkins Glen, the sale in six hours, they were testing that next day. So they were able to go and do their victory celebration photo in the uh, victory lane area, the victory lane area at Watkins Glen. Even though it wasn't the day of, they still got their picture with the entire crew. Thanks nice. to the Michelin tire test. Uh, and now Connor Filippi waiting on the fuel and energy replenishment with the nozzle still attached. They did give him four tires. They were fairly clean tires too, actually. I have to say I'm kind of surprised. So we might just see a lot from Connor here as, wow, he swung the tail out, trying to leave the box, trying to get some grip. And two boxes ahead of him, or very nearly two full car lengths ahead of him, the 14 Vaster Sullivan Lexus sitting stationary as the crew is now preparing to do another practice pit stop. He very nearly sideswiped it with the right rear of his car. Uh, that's all I to keep an eye on during the race as well. I don't think he's got time to get around and do another lap and get around as Renga van der Zander goes quicker again for Cadillac Racing, the 0-1. Uh, now two tenths to the good after Alexander Sims for Whelan to put in a quick lap. 1081 for Alexander in the 31 Cadillac. 1079. So it's two Cadillacs, 01 and 31, who lead out from the 60 Acura, from the 6 Porsche, the 10 Conningham and Alder Acura, the 5 Porsche, the 7 Porsche, then the two BMWs. Philippe Eng trying to improve but we're talking fractions of a second under two seconds for the field of nine gtp cars lmp3 led by AWS. the check flag goes out with sean creech motorsport in second and in gt it's now two gtd cars that are quicker forte's lamborghini backed up by catherine leg and gradient and their acura number 66 wow. the green and white yeah, that is a really good time from Catherine. Last time around, a 16-2 for the JW Wentworth car. And, and they third. were putting on new tyres, John. Say that again, Shane. The Acura, the JG Wentworth Acura, they did put on new tyres. 
Oh, right, OK. So that's very interesting, just to get a balance maybe of the car. Best of the GTD Pro's Heart of Racing in the 23, Aston. Then it's Inception, Eo Racing, with Seb Prior getting some laps for Shea, suggested he might fourth in GTD. The heart transplant has worked, and it's beating well for Rexy. Then Brian Sellers, the best of the BMWs, ahead of Robbie Forley uh, in the second of the BMWs. Where's the 97 car? For Turner Motorsports, uh, that's the Macintosh car. That's down in ninth position, GTD. Checker is out, so these laps uh, can be completed for those who perhaps have not seen the chequered flag, although peeling off into the rain, uh, into the rain, into the pit lane. Kelly Moss with Riley, Alan Metney, number 91 Porsche. And that's a, a slew of cars following him into the pit lane who'd seen the chequered flag. 79 WeatherTech AMG has also seen the chequered flag for Danielle Hunkadea, who still holds the GT3 and GTD lap record here from last year. Uh, a 116.655 is the race lap record. Uh, and they were, well, they were quicker than that this morning in warm-up. So the best GT time was a 16.0. So that's pretty impressive there. Fully six-tenths, nearly seven-tenths of a second faster than the race lap record in morning warm-up. I'd say Canadian Tire Motorsport Park is in pretty good shape. Track temperature at the end of the session, 33 Celsius. That's a toasty 91 Fahrenheit, 20 in the air. Uh, thank you to our production crew up at uh, Charlotte before we sign off on the PA and for IMSA Radio and RS2. Let's get down to Shea Adam, uh, who's looking for the second best team in GTD overall. That's gradient accurate. And they're overlooking their car right now uh, from the pit box. We're just gonna have to climb up here and say, Randy, do you mind if I grab Sheena really quick? Do you mind helping me grab Sheena really quick? Thanks. Hey, Sheena, come on. This uh, live cat wrangling brought to you by IMSA Radio. As, uh, and I hope Sheena, she's that's very a nicely really dressed. Good start to the day. She is. She's perfectly dressed, John. Imagine exactly what you would be imagining. It's the perfect start to the day. You've got a very quick Acura beneath you. What's it like driving a GT3 car around here compared to the GT4? Yeah, a lot bigger commitment. You know, in the GT4 car, you know, you're you're kind of um, absorbing the, the bumps of this track a bit more, whereas in the GT3 car, it's much bigger commitment. You know, you're rolling a, an unbelievable amount of speed. It's almost hard to comprehend compared to a GT4 car. You're feeling the bumps, just the, the downforce of the GT3 car is pushing you down quite a bit more. Um, and so you're feeling the bumps of the car a bit. And as far as the race goes today, we know that qualifying is one thing, but having a good race car is something completely different. Going into today, having a good car in warm-up, does that bode well for you guys? Yeah, I was a bit disappointed in how I qualified yesterday. Um, my pace in practice two looked like it was going to translate well into qualifying, so I'm a bit disappointed in the starting position. But, you know, Katja showed that uh, the car's got some pace today. Hopefully the temperatures stay a little on the cooler side. The car will certainly appreciate that. Hey, good luck today in the race. Thank you so much. And the reason I asked about how Sheena was looking, her and Catleg just uh, being made ambassadors for their brand new clothing sponsor, which is uh, a big uh, premium golf wear uh, apparel 
manufacturer. And uh, that's it for the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship uh, for this morning. I will be back with Michelin Countdown to Green with our Porsche keys to the race. And throughout the race this afternoon, uh, we'll be looking for our BDO, Accounting Tax and Advisory Services Nose Strategy Award. Uh, we'll keep you up to date with that. So join us then. We're on RS2 live around the world. It's uh, Sirius XM 207. And, of course, we're on World Feed TV. For those of you outside the US, go to imsradio.com. Click on the hamburger on the top left, the drop-down menu. It's the very top thing. It says live video. Can't make it much easier than that for you. Shea Adam was in the pit lane. John Hindoff in the Global Broadcast Centre. Uh, enjoy the rest of the morning, and we'll see you back for Michelin Countdown to Green before you know it. For the moment, from Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.